Who you trying to get crazy with this, see? Don't you know I'm loco? Now we're rolling. Welcome to the Damage Plan MMA podcast. I am Jason. My co host. I mixed it up. My co host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge. What up? I don't like change. You know, I, I was thinking last night after I took my my nighttime meds that I want to change it up a little bit. I don't like it. All right, I'll keep it the same. You gotta you gotta run this stuff by me, bro. Hey, now, you know what? Let's just cancel this. I'm calling start back over again. No, I'm out. We'll have to do we'll it tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> we ruined it. We ruined the day. You broke it. Hey, before we start, I gotta give a shout out to my wife. It's our anniversary today. Happy anniversary, babe. Love you. Four years. Four years married. Big four years, six Congratulations, years. Congratulations, for putting up with Jason for four <laughs> putting years. up with my shit for four years. No, I way. hope I can put up with him for four years. See, making changes without talking to me. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no communication at all. We 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 both married up. So we yeah. I I definitely out kicked my coverage on that. One. I mean I mean she's she's four eleven, but she married up. <laughs> she'll kidding. say I'm she'll just say, kidding, Shuri. She'll say five foot, but I don't think so. No, me either. No, get the tape measure. So. <laughs> you know how it's like NBA players they always round up an inch or two? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's it's that's like, her. Hey, yeah. my thing says six foot, so whatever. Five eleven, five eleven and a half, same thing. I'm five eleven and three quarters. I feel like that that's fair enough to round up. I mean, I say five ten. I'm I'm technically like five nine and a half or five nine and three quarters. Yeah. You yeah, really good, want to get technical. It's that's like a good five, round 10. up. Shoes on. Round up. She's yeah, on. Round up. Round up. We're good. Just some flip-flops. Dude, we had a uh, – I don't want to talk about the fights yet, though, because we forgot to talk about something on Friday. Yeah. We forgot to talk about Oscar De La Hoya and George St. Pierre possibly being a, a boxing match, and Dana White's like, no. He acts that real quick. So, so, so what, yeah, what, why do you think Dana White would, would have said that? There's Well, there's two reasons. Yeah. One, he's terrified that Oscar De La Hoya pieces up his one of his debatable greatest of all time MMA fighters. Yeah. Because like you brought up when we talked about it, Dana will still admit Oscar was a that, that was, he was he was the man. He, he was, was the a, man back. He then. was he was a killer, dude. He was yeah. a killer. Probably gave Floyd Mayweather his best fight while Floyd was in his prime. Tim, mm, it's him or. Uh, Marquez, Marquez gave him a pretty couple good yeah. fights. I think Marquez is the one he fought two times. Yeah, but gave him a good fight. Either way. One, oh, one yeah. The, he gave one him of a really the rare that gave him a good fight, right? Yeah. I mean, Oscar was, dude. He and, was he was, the, and it wasn't like he was past his prime during that time either. No, he was the man. Um, the other side of it is too, though, and I kind of think it leans more towards this side because Dana doesn't seem to respect Oscar that much anymore and probably just assumes he's a coked out <laughs> cross-dresser like the rest of us do and uh like i do anyways and and just goes i am not gonna do a single thing that would be throwing this guy a bone to allow this guy make money and he would make a lot of money off of a fight with you against gsp oh he would make a crap load of money how how do you see that how would you see that going It, well, it depends. How much coke is Oscar on for the fight? 
Is he going to be high? Is he going to be sober? Is he going to take it serious? Like, Here, you, you know what I mean? That's really what it comes down to. Because if Oscar is just sober for like six weeks in trains, he pieces him up. Pieces him he up. Pieces, I, makes it look it makes him look easy. It makes it look easy. I mean, very, yeah. very Floyd Connor-esque, right? Where he just kind of probably carries him as long as he wants. And then, yeah, you know. Here's the thing with those fights like that, though. Are they really fights or are they just WWE like names? You know what I mean? Like her guys, I full heartedly believe that the the Paul brother and Askren fight was was. That right. looked. Do you think that the Woodley fight next weekend is going to be any is different? That next weekend, I think it's the 29th, isn't it? It's on Sunday oh, again. It's, it's yeah, a, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's on Sunday again. I'm all in on Woodley. Um, I mean, do you do you think that it just well, seems like the, it's a, it's a little gimmicky here's to me? The thing. Ben Askren, I think. <laughs> When I look at Ben Askren, like he just like, I don't care. I'm not a boxer. Who cares if I get knocked out? I'm going to make $500,000. I don't think Woodley's taking that approach. I think Woodley's going to try and knock, take his head off. I'm not saying he does, but like, I think he's at least good. Like here's, let's put it this way. Woodley has enough pride. Like, I don't think he takes a fall. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Cause then you got guys like, uh, who was Aldo that came out and said, he's not, he's not doing any of that stuff. If he can't fight in the cage, then. What what's he doing it for? Jose Aldo said that. Yeah, I saw something where he's like he's not interested in those those type of fights. That's because he's like a true mixed martial artist, like legend. Yeah. Side note: How is Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor all of a sudden super buddies? That's uh, uh, Conor's like. To, I don't know if it's the pain pills or what, but he is like off this rocker lately. He yeah, is, but he is, but the one person that's taking his side and sticking up for him is Jose Aldo. What if they run it back? Jose Aldo even said, he goes, we're, I know we're never going to run it back. Like, I want him to be great. Is it? Is it because he's hoping that Connor can reclaim some of that so that his greatest moment isn't starching him in 13 seconds? Maybe. Maybe. Why not get the payday? Because Jose Aldo's 135 right now and Connor 150, 170, 155-170. Who, who does, who does um, Diaz fight this fall? Didn't Chell say he knows? Yeah, he and did. He, he, and he won't say? That might just be Chell being Chell, though. Yeah. I think he does. I think he comes back and fights. Jorge Masvidal. I would love to see it. I don't think Jorge does it. What? I, I take that back. I think you could see him doing it. Because he said he only wants a fight that's going to get him to the title. Which, in my opinion, he needs to take the money fights versus... He's probably not an elite welterweight. I rewatched that fight uh, Friday with Masvidal and him, and he just passed him up. Yeah, he's just, um, just he's just not there. But, anyways, back to it. I don't know what what do you, which way do you lean towards why Dana doesn't want GSP to fight? The biggest reason one, he doesn't want to see his boy get pieced up. <laughs> he's not stupid. Like, how would that look if you're taking the face of the UFC, basically, arguably the face of the UFC as far as fighters, like pound per pound? Probably, probably the 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 person with no controversy about PADs or anything surrounding yeah. him, goat. I mean, he'll. I mean, he's arguably. I mean, a lot of people's goat, and to put him in there against Oscar De La Hoya, just not a not a very smart business move. I don't think. I mean, good, good for him. Good for GSP because he, you know, it, I'm sure the money would be there. But 
I think, what? like you said, though, I think it's probably 50-50. It's probably he doesn't want to do business with De La Hoya, and then the other half is he doesn't want to see his boy get pieced up. Which is, well, he doesn't have to do business with De La Hoya. I just think he's like, it's like, you know, the old adage, it's like, you know, he's he's kind of giving, he's kind of doing the cock block thing. You know, he's just being like, yeah. oh, I, I have influence whether you can make a boatload of money. I'm going to go ahead and say, nope. And he hasn't, he hasn't stopped anybody else from doing that, has he? No, he let Askren out. He let Askren out of his contract. That's right. So he's he was willing to do it for Ben Askren, but wasn't willing to do it for GSP. I think it's just because of who it was. That's what I think. Yeah, I because there, there's there's a very real part of me that's like, yeah, GSP could beat him. Like if he's high and <laughs> freaking Delaware, dude. Dude, I mean, how, he is cooked on cocaine constantly now. How about freaking Manny taking the L on Saturday too? And Pac Man, and oh, that's a wrap. Pac Man, that's a wrap, Doc. We texted this. Uh, probably a good thing that Earl Spence probably a good thing it. Spence could make it because Earl Spence would have murdered. Yeah, I don't think that goes to a decision. That other guy was piecing him up too. I only caught a couple highlights because I was watching the UFC. But yeah, it's sad. It's sad. He's but dude, Pac Man's all time great. I like him a lot. Should we uh, break down this? Give give our recap of UFC 34, which. I saw a lot of people dogging on saying it wasn't going to be a good card. But hmm. this is the beauty of the UFC on paper. Yeah. There weren't a ton of names, but like the first five fights, either somebody got put to sleep or choked to sleep. Like first five great. fights. It was awesome. Yeah, it was freaking great. Probably, um, probably not one of our best weeks of picks. Uh, no, definitely not our best week we, of picks. We struggled a little but, bit. Oh, oh, well. Hey, you can't win them all. Um, first up, we had Ramiz Brahimaj against Sasha Palatnikov. We nailed that one. We nailed that one. Ramiz and comes I, out, just dominated. Just takes, I, took him to the ground. And I out. even I even went back and forth on that one. I'm like, man, like I, I wanted to go with Sasha, but it was like, eh, I just went with that. I actually bet Ramiz earlier in the week this week so that I had already locked it in, but I think I picked Sasha on the podcast. Yeah, you went the other way. Yeah, just to, just to be different. Uh Next up, we had Ignacio Bahamadas against Roosevelt Roberts. Woo! KO of the year or what? That. One of them. Was a freaking wheel kick from out of this world at the buzzer. And, man, he Pretty pieced, much at the buzzer. He pieced him up the whole time, too. But didn't, didn't Ignacio, his last fight, get pieced up pretty good, too? Yeah. John uh, Magdesi, I think, pieced yeah. him up pretty good, too. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good kick. But I mean, he, I, you do like that. He was well on his way to cruising to, you know, the 30, 27 win. And then and just then icing the, on the cake with a few seconds left. Waga. Oh, nasty. Um, next up we had William Knight and Fabio Serrant. We Wait, looked good until no, no, we no. didn't look good. No, no, no. Uh, two things, two things I will say about this. I'm not mad at this underdog pick. I'm still not because I think Fabio was doing the right things. I think he just got caught with a lucky punch. And at two oh, was it even a punch? Like it was like it, little, it, was, like, like a, it was like a half. You kept calling him glass chin, but I, I dude, a lot. 
I mean, I'm sure I would have. Fo- I'm not saying I wouldn't have folded over well, too. I'd probably I, still be I, knocked I, out. I know that, but it's like it's just one of those, especially too, where he's coming in with his big overhand, and that little one just slides right in and just tink. And it's like you know, if it's if that little tink shot is half a second s- slower or off by an inch, mm-hmm. like the you know, we might have been right. Like I'm just saying, I'm not as mad at that when you're when you are picking, especially two o fivers. And yeah. heavyweights, there's always that possibility of like the smallest punch on the right part just put somebody out. I am. Uh, here's number two. Rattle shots always do the trick. Yes, they do. Here's the here's the other part. Mister William Knight did not seem to be totally. Um, you saw the squeaky clean, shall we say? <laughs> He's freaking dude. He is huge. He's a big dude, man. Maybe maybe it needs a little Arimidex. Maybe the estrogen the estrogen did look a little bit high. We'll I just say that. I'm not accusing. I'm not suggesting. But there are some things in his genetic makeup in his chest area that would make you suggest that quite possibly the the estrogen was very high. In the estrogen Knight. level uh, is the estrogen, estrogen very high. Very suspect. You know which is. Which is really weird, and we talked, we touched on this a little bit last week on the PD things. There's just certain PDs that wouldn't, in my opinion, wouldn't translate over very well into MMA. Like, I mean, testosterone. I, I, I don't think it matters if somebody's on testosterone. I, well, that doesn't. No. Now, if you're taking a lot of it, would it, which can cause side effects? No, no, TRT, no. Tier 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 T testosterone. Yeah. But like testosterone, but, like, but having the ability to recover quicker so you can work out harder that, more often, that's where that's it helps. true. Not in the actual like fight itself, like muscle and power, but yeah, but the recovery through the camp and, and that, feeling that's pressure, important. That's yeah. that's where the advantage is, right? Yeah. The he I mean, but he packs a lot of muscle, man. I, I dude, I, he's new 30 plus. I think I'm done fading him until he gets up there with like when he starts cracking up there with some of the big boys, I, I like he did when he fought uh, Ung Jung. Yeah, somebody that's just a natural, a natural light heavyweight, big. Which Fabio, I think, was, but I, I don't think Fabio carries that same crack that some of those bigger guys, those those bigger guys do. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like his his punches didn't have that pop to it to me, but he looked he looked good until he didn't. No, he didn't. And um, but I think he was doing the right thing. He had William Knight going backwards a lot. And, yeah. And it just and he's pretty inexperienced. He's pretty raw. He's you know, he's he's newer. Like well. Oh well, we took an L. And we're gonna take another L in the next one, too. Nunez against Malecki. I was way off on that one. We were so I, off on this. Like I thought that size and the rank the the length would be the difference. And Nunez came out and just you know what it looked like to me. It looked like to me like Malecki didn't train that hard for the fight. I don't. Which think is she was, crazy. I don't she's training she, with killers. I don't think she was. She's. She was like ready for like a dog fight like that. I think she thought she was going to walk through her. I think so too. Yeah. And Nunez is ready for a dog fight. And I don't care if you're the better fighter or not. If one person's ready for a dog fight and the other isn't, that person's most likely going to win. Yeah. Yep. And she didn't just like beat her. Like she like put her she's, down. Yeah. Well, I did pick the fight doesn't go the distance. I thought I had put it at Malecki wins inside the distance, but it was fight doesn't go the distance. So I had re-looked at my bet. I'm like, yes. 
Cash that. I ended up doing okay on that one. Rather be lucky than good, right? Yep. Brian Boom Kelleher next up against Domingo Pilardi. That was a fun fight. Kelleher just pretty much all over him. Nailed that one. Um, What do you think about his call out of Sean O'Malley? Says, hey, you don't want to fight ranked guys. I'm not ranked. Fight me. That that's a good fight, I think. That's that, I actually think that, that's a that's a fight that like if O'Malley wins, might might finally be like, okay, you at least beat like a good vet, like that's like yeah. not way past his prime, like Eddie Whalen was. Whalen was. I mean, you get Kelleher looks he looked sharp, man. He looked good. He's looked uh, sharp for a while yeah. though. Like when he knocked out Hunter Azure, it was like, oh, oh that was you remember, like it was kind of like, yep. oh, he's like hitting a different level now. Yeah. Um, Austin Lingo and Luis Saldana, man. I, <sighs> yeah, you're probably right, Roman. He already, Sean O'Malley, he already admitted, why take rank fights when, why fight the rank guys when he can just fight these lower, these lower guys and get paid the exact same. He's got the cheat code, man. Like you said, Zach, he's got the cheat code for the fight game, man. Well, he's he, it, it's smart. Don't sit out, still get paid. Yeah, please. John Jones please. should be to fight guys that are below seven in the heavyweight division, so he could just knock them all out. Yeah. Um, so to give him what he wants. Saldana and Lingo. Um, Saldana came out on fire in that first round. Looked sharp, and then how'd he that end for him? Didn't look. Didn't look too well. Wasn't good. Was it? Yeah, Lingo, that pressure, his pressure, he was relentless, man. He those, was relentless. It's, those it's, guys. Those guys that are like that, that those, like the clay, clay guidas that we'll talk about here in a second, that just keep coming and coming and coming. It's like, geez, man. Well, nothing's worse than hitting somebody with what you feel like is your best shots and they, and, and they just keep walking you down. There's something that's like it's mental, but it physically drains you. Shout out to Fierce Fighting Championship, August 28th. We're going to see two guys in the main event that are just like that. Oh my gosh! Right? <laughs> Carson Hardman and Steven Seiler, both guys could take shots and give them, and are tough. And well, that's our main event about. this Saturday. That's what we talked about with Carson. It's just like when two guys are known for their durability, like yeah, buckle up, buckle up. I'm excited. Um, next yeah, up, we had we picked Austin Lingo, so cash, cash it. Uh, Pantoja against Roy Val. We knew this was going to be a fun fight, and it was. It was uh, fun, and Roy Val even made me go, oh, because like I was so confident Pantoja was the better fighter. Like I really like Brandon Roy Val. I just don't think he's on that level yet. And he had him like that leg lock. He had him in trouble. I, really I kind of think he did helped. too. I really think that hill hook was closer than he'd like to let on, let people believe. And then the nicest call out in the history of MMA after he has two wins over Brandon Moreno. Yeah. It's two. That's a fun fight. Pantoja's on a, he's been on a tear. That was a fun. I think Pantoja's if anybody unseats Brandon Moreno right now, I think it's Pantoja. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Next up we had, Vince Pichel and Austin Hubbard. We actually took the young guy in this one, and the old guy came out and put it on him. It was a good fight, though. It was close. How looked – it was close, but I thought Pichel won. Like, I mean, Pichel was – he looked incredible. Yeah. Like, if he could start being a little bit more active, like, he looked really good. He doesn't look – doesn't fight like he's 37, 38. That's for sure. No, he doesn't. 
Um, and next fight up, we totally dropped the ball on this one. Um, Kakramanov against Trevin Jones. We were both on Jones. I don't know why. I text you and I'm like, why are we betting against the guy's name ends in Nov? And we bet against him. No, and you're like, he's because he's on four days. He's like, he's on four days notice. Because uh, he was on the other side of the world four days ago. Little Don Fry, yeah. And not knowing he was fighting in the UFC. And he flew over, cut weight, missed weight by three pounds, which I'm not totally mad at. Flying over, taking the fight on four days notice. Oh, yeah. But, dude, he looked great. He looked good. Like, that's that's a good win to come and in Trevor there and get Jones a win like that. beating some guys. So. Dude, that's his freaking UFC debut. And he comes on in on short notice like that and beats a guy that just – he just beat that Mario Batista back in March of this year. Yep. yep, yep. Uh, dude, shout out to him, man. Well, we're, we're not betting against that guy again. Uh, and another one we got wrong. Parker Porter, Chase Sherman. Chase Sherman just – dude. For Sherman, two, I will never pick or bet on him in the UFC ever again. The Those guys were throwing some leather. Those guys were throwing down. I thought Parker Porter looked – Way better than Chase Sherman the whole fight. Chase Sherman, how you get to the level of the UFC. This is what I expect like me to do in the amateur level. Every time he threw his right hand, every time he threw that, his left one would come here and he'd throw that left from like yep. down by his hip. And he'd get clobbered with the overhand right back. Every freaking time. Bro. Yeah. And he's been he jumping the- around camps and stuff. It's like, dude, Pick a camp, get your crap fixed, take six to nine months off and just fix some stuff or else you're going to be out of the UFC really quick. He was the biggest favorite on the card too. Oh, and he laid a dud. Yeah, exactly. Um, that pissed, Park, that I, fight Parker, pissed me off. I, I actually left the last minute of the third uh, round and, and went to the bathroom because I was so pissed from watching Sherman. Um, Parker Porter look, has looked better each fight that since his I think it was Contender Series he was on. I feel like he I feel like he's been he's, putting in work. And he's yeah, he's been. Better. You can see that. Yeah, it's really hard to take some of those big. I'm sorry, but just fat guys like serious, right? Because but but it's like but when you see that their techniques getting better and their games getting better in areas, yep. it's like at least he's putting in work somewhere. Right? And he can he can crack and he can take a punch too. And. Which, he looked way better going three rounds than Chase Sherman did. Like he yep. the looks yep. can be deceiving. Chase Sherman looked physically to be in the better shape. Parker Porter was prepared for three rounds. Chase Sherman was not. Yeah. Uh next up we had split decision and Marco Madsen and Clay Guida. What a fun fight, man. What a freaking fun fight. I don't Here, agree with the 30-27 that was given out. I, see, I, here's I think the thing. it was pretty clear that Clay won that second round, in my opinion. Well, here's here's the thing. Did it change keep, the outcome of the fight? Probably not. Probably not. Like, like you said, go you can keep talking because I got to go pee. Well, because like, and I and I've said it right. Like I just had a I just had a five round fight where the judges read off 50, 45. I thought I for sure at least won one round. I thought a second round might have been close because I was attacking from the back and and threatened more submissions off my back than um, than damage that I took. Even though he's on top, but like whatever. But at the end of the day, like. If you lost the fight, it really doesn't matter what the scorecard, what rounds you win or lose. It, it really just matters if they got the winner, win, winning fighter and the losing fighter correct. I do believe, I thought Clay Guida actually 
made a pretty good made a pretty good case. I don't know. I got to wait for Jason to get back on this because we're going to we we got to talk we got to talk about we got to talk about the main event and this simultaneously. Because I I'm not I'm just I'm not sure what I'm watching here. So I mean, good fight, Mark Madsen. Congratulations, great story, great story. Yeah, kind of happy for him, but you know, I picked Clay Guida and I felt good about it. I thought Guida clearly won the second round. The momentum was going his way. Here's the thing: I don't really feel like Mark Madsen did anything besides land a jab that was effective in that third round. He and kept thought, landing it though. But I, but but I think Clay Guida wasn't. Was, but I think Guida was the. I don't know. It just go go watch it again. Cleta wasn't Guida wasn't landing much in that third round, especially the first half, the first two thirds of that round. He he wasn't doing much. That jab was was keeping him at bay pretty much that whole they, third round. Okay, but basically what I was saying was is is, is that you know he's I don't I don't know. I, I don't think that Clay Guida got screwed, but I do I and I didn't think it he was, won the fight going to the judge's decision. It was a close it fight. Was, it was close. It was a close fight. He looked really good, and I just, but whoever gave him thirty to twenty-seven, that, that, I mean, that's when no. you got to look at something and be like, okay, we need to reevaluate something because, um, uh, yeah, thanks, Dutch. Because I just said about my fight, like I thought I clearly won the first first round of my fight. I've rewatched it. I controlled the first. Hunter didn't think so. That's fine. He's nine years old. <laughs> He's, well, his opinion doesn't matter. His opinion doesn't matter, Hunter. Not on my fights. Um, but he, but you know what I mean. Like uh, I, I control, I controlled everything, and I got swept with like fifty seconds left in the round. Didn't take yeah, any damage, so I, I control. So I controlled like the majority of the round. That's why I'm like, I figured I'd won that round, right? But yeah. Ultimately, I'm not dwelling on like who cares. Like I know I didn't win three of the rounds, so who cares? Yeah. Um, but. Guida, it's like, I just, he won the second round. I'm like, he should get credit for winning that second round because he looked phenomenal in that second round. And you know what? He's just a treasure. Like, dude, he's the man. And if you don't like Clay Guida, I get that you didn't win the fight and that's fine. And I think Mark, that's great. I'm not, I'm not mad about it at all. And I said, I'm picking with my heart when I pick Clay Guida. But yeah, I just, I hope he keeps fighting because it's super fun to watch when team alpha male did the little skit with him with the American flag doing the Hulk Hogan, I am a real American. I'm like, I'm changing my pick. I'm changing my pick. I'm done. Like I'm all in on Guida. So Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah. He's, he's a treasure, man. There's not too many guys like him. He's He's almost almost 40 years years old. Doesn't complain about fighter pay. Doesn't complain about anything. He just wants to show up and fight and bounce around and just, Yep. Shake his hair and and fish. Him and, and Chad fish. Mendez do that fishing, whatever. I, I don't remember yeah. the name of it, but they do that yeah, yeah, fishing yeah. venture thing. Yeah, yeah. We should do that. We need to book a trip and go fishing with those guys. Oh my God. Chad gosh, Mendez, cool Clay Guida. That would be so cool. Record a podcast on the boat. Yeah. Good idea. Um, We'll have to look into that. We will have to look into that. Uh, Next up was a main event Jared Cannonier and Kelvin. Gastelum, Kelvin, did you see that? Did you catch that? Did you catch that, Zach? Good job. You said his name right. <laughs> I almost. 
I did it in my TikTok wrong. I said it on here wrong. Kevin Gastelum. Kevin, Kelvin, whatever. He's, you know what? He, I'm glad Cannonier won that fight. Let's just put it that way. How dare you? Cannonier looked, he looked sharp. His, his striking looked, in my opinion, looked very sharp. His movement, they talked about on the broadcast where he kept switching from orthodox to southpaw, smooth. I think it was Paul Felder was saying, uh, he's like, I, I don't even didn't even realize that he had he's switching stances. He does it so effortlessly. You have another good take on this one, don't you? I don't know if it's a good take. I just I thought Kelvin was the more active fighter, and I get that land, punches like landed and and stuff like that, but they're like those strike counts are unofficial and the judges don't have access to them. It's just what they're seeing, right? And from my eyeball and my my seat, I, my seat, yes, I get that Cannoneer landed the harder shots throughout the fight. He definitely won the two rounds where he drops him, right? So that's yeah, that's I again not a robbery, but not the way I saw the fight. I mean, it was 48, 47. Yeah, it doesn't really. It's no, not a robbery, but not. I, I, I would. I actually think I had Kelvin 48, 47. It was a close fight. It was a good fight, but it's just like Cannoneer just kind of just. I felt like Cannoneer just kind of stood there and waited for Kelvin to come in and then try to connect. And he did just, on a couple. Here's the other. Does Kelvin have the chin in the oh, UFC? Man, he got crap. That first, what was it? The second or third round when the he got dropped. Run? Yeah. Oh man! Does he not have like the chin in the UFC? And right he just now? bounced right back up like it was nothing. And then I I gave him a lot of credit for his fight IQ too because he did that. And then he grabs Cannonier and puts him up against the cage, and kind of holds him there for about thirty seconds. And then by the time that they broke, he was back fresh and like popping again. It's like I think he was rocked. He did what he had to to like shake the cobwebs out. Yeah. Once he felt okay, okay, now I'll break. Here's the other thing. Sneaky, sneaky advantage that Cannoneer has against wrestlers or grapplers. He sweats so much. He does. Like, that was incredible. I mean. Yeah, he sweats a lot. And he's, and he's strong. I mean, that's a guy that used so to be strong. fight at freaking so heavyweight. Strong. So strong. That See, that, that to me, that is the guy that I like. The guy that used to look like Gastelum and... Now look at how he looks like he's taking things serious. I just, it just, I don't know why it bugs me so bad to see a guy that talented, not take his nutrition seriously. It Maybe, just irks me. Yeah. Well, it should, I mean, he, it's he got, was, it's got him to, it's got him obviously to the UFC and he's a, you could arguably, what is he a top 10, top 10 middleweight maybe right now? He's yeah, not top I, five, right? But I think he's a top three welterweight. If he if he took his nutrition See, seriously, me too. Him. That's what I'm saying. It's like you I know it frustrates me too. Like, Fuck, Fuck I, I man, like come on, dude. It, it's hard. I love Kelvin, and you know I'm I am a I am a self proclaimed Kelvin Homer. Like he's he's one of my favorites, and I just think it's because he's kind of the all underdog that always gets counted out. Gave Izzy Izzy's toughest fight in the UFC at 185. Like, and it's not even close. That was two yeah. going to the fifth round. One hundred percent. And. Izzy's fought all these like big scary guys like Paula Costa and all those guys, even Jan, and didn't really wear any damage. But against Kelvin, his face was messed up. Like Kelvin looked spectacular in that fight. Like, and you know he's taking all these short notice fights too, which I think is commendable, right? That was supposed to be Paula Costa in there with Jared Cannon. Yep. And yep. 
he so he's take he he steps in, he fights anybody. I I respect him, I like him. Everything about him is what I love about like a fighter and can get behind. Granite chin. He'll stand in the pocket and exchange with anybody. His cardio's never failed him. His which is, that's which is yeah. which is very odd for somebody that obviously has some sort of discipline issue with his diet. So his issue isn't his work ethic. It's not, you know, I I you don't build up that type of cardio and be able to do what he does for five rounds the way that he's we've seen him do it a few times. You know, he's gone five rounds with Izzy, Robert Whitaker, and Jared Cannonier now, and nobody's put him away. That's crazy. He's never Dude, been knocked out. He's only been submitted. Somebody put that little thing up. I mean, he's fought the who's who in that middle. I, mean, I put Jared Cannonier. It was yeah, me. Whitaker, Cannonier, Heinich, Hermanson, Till, Izzy, uh, Swaza, Bisbean. Weidman, Belfort, Tim Kennedy, Johnny Hendricks, Neil Magny, and he didn't win all these, but I'm just rattling them off. Nate Marquardt, Tyrone Woodley, Jake Ellenberger, Rick Story, uh, Uriah Hall back on the Ultimate Fighter. He fought our boy Bubba McDaniel back on the Ultimate Fighter. Like He's fought everybody. He's Between fought. Between 170 and 185, he's fought, and he's never had an easy fight. He's not. And, so, and he's only... He's only 29. He's about ready to be 30. He's going to turn 30 in October. He's still a kid. He's still a freaking kid. He's still got a good five, six year run if he wanted to. It's like, dude, what? <laughs> I I still wholeheartedly believe and solely believe if he got his nutrition under control and could healthily make 170, he's the biggest problem for Kamar Usman right now. And I and I and I wholeheartedly believe that. What, what do you see next for Cannoneer? Do you think he's improved enough to to match Izzy? I I don't. No. But Whitaker, well, no, they, Whitaker Izzy's next, right? Whitaker Izzy's next. I, I just I think that gap's too big. I mean, we saw what happened when he fought Whitaker in a stand up fight. I mean, what are what are his what are his beat ways to? I know what are his ways to victory knocking somebody out right he's not submitting any of these he's not submitting a izzy or whitaker he's never submitted anybody i don't think yeah i'm looking at paulo i'd like to see him fight jeff jeff's just said paulo i'd like to see him fight costa next i I think he beats costa but but guess what costa's you know what costa's uh sneakily walking himself into john jones territory where the ufc is gonna be like cool bye we don't need you we don't need you player you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. complaining about fighter pay. He keeps bringing up that he was drunk when he fought Izzy the first time, making excuses. It's just like, okay, dude, bye. I don't know if you haven't noticed, but we haven't seen him in like a year and nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. I that's I, I would like to see that next, Jeff. I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, Can that's that's post- what I would like to see. So it's is so Gaston hard. just is Gaston like the gatekeeper? I, I, here's the 185. Thing, it's like, Hey, if you like, could beat, he's lost like four. five in a five in a row, four in a row. He's one, he's uh one in one in five in his last six. Let's see. That's, that's he's lost two in a row. He beat Heinich. Oh, that's right. He did beat Heinich. But he got, time. I mean, even before that though, he got heel hooked by Hermanson. Okay. He got caught in that one. He got caught. You know what? Split let decision him against, let him run it back with Hermanson. Split decision with Till. What, which Till won. Go, yeah. go, go rewatch that fight. Till, Till won all three rounds. 
uh, Swaza split decision. He KO'd Gray Sosa. Yeah, he um, KO'd, KO'd Disney and probably a freaking highlight of the year. When Bisbig shouldn't had no business taking that fight on short notice, just coming off of a yeah. loss to GSP. Bisbig's just that guy. I, I'd like to see him run it back with her Manson. Yeah, I'd really like to see him hire a nutritionist, but. That'd be cool. You should hit him up on. And be like, hey, bro, I'll help you for free. You should hit him up. Say, come on our podcast. I'll do it for free. My my co-host literally is your biggest supporter and advocate. He fights with everybody about you, about how great he is. How great you are. <laughs> just come on. Yeah. He's just, yeah, like Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, that's a he good point. He is a that's larger a great, version of Jeremy Stevens. That's a great point, Jeff. Yeah, that's probably the best thing you've said in the year and a half we've been doing our podcast, Jeff. <laughs> I can almost give you credit for being halfway intelligent now. Where we didn't get the invite, Dutch. We didn't get the invite, brother. Just like no. I literally I I probably would have been there. Yeah. I mean, but if we get the invite, we're there, bro. No. Just last time Scott, Dutch. last time Scott Bowler invited me to do the the judges stuff training on Zoom, I I was there for the whole phone. You were call. there for that, yeah. And it was. I think we got a recorded. Ver- did we did a recorded version of that too? I think it was recorded, wasn't it? Yeah, because it was Zoom. Um, it was all the way so, in Cheyenne. Yeah, definitely not going up to Cheyenne. I would unless it was unless. Oh, road trip! Come on, Jason. We're road, road tripping in the new Escalade. In the Escalade, yeah, right. My wife's not letting me yeah. take the Escalade. <laughs> Hey, hey, we're we're road tripping in two weekends down to Vegas. Not Roman, to watch we're fights. Coming. We're Not coming, to watch fights, but I'm gonna go watch. I'm gonna watch BYU in Arizona, and and Jason's. We're just he's coming along for the ride to hang out with Aleko. Yeah, it should be fun. Extreme Couture. Hopefully, we. Uh, not hopefully, we're gonna get we're gonna get over there and train with those guys down there. It's gotta happen. Well, you're gonna train. I'm gonna train too. But no, you're gonna train. You're gonna get Francis and Ganu. <laughs> Hey Francis, Jason thinks you suck and that Gain's gonna mop you. Dude, bite down on that mouthpiece, hey, Jason. If you ever want to, st- <laughs> I don't know what I would do if he came in there and was training that the day we were there. I'd start running my mouth immediately. I'd be like, Francis, Jason thinks you ain't crap. And what could I say? What am I gonna say? I'll just, I'm, I'll just start I- pulling up old clips. I'll pull, 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 pull the on YouTube. Jason goes. said you're going to get knocked out. Jason says that game's going to sleep you, dude. And that you're scared to fight Derek Lewis. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I'll, no, I, I can get. No. I can get. Audio, I can get audio that says that. That makes it look like you said that. Oh man, that'd be fun. It's going to be a good time, though. It's going to be a good freaking time. Um, what didn't we miss something? <laughs> Oh man, what do we? What else did we miss? Do we miss something else? Um, yeah, I actually had another question for you. Oh, John Jones, sneaky, sneaky little tidbit. Do you hear Chell Sutton say that he thinks John's retired? Actually, he might not have announced it yet, but yeah, because he didn't renew his license or something. Yeah, that doesn't. I, I, th- I think there's a thirty to forty percent chance we just never see John again. I wouldn't be. I really it wouldn't do. surprise me. What happens if you don't renew your license? You just renew it again, right? Yeah, that not be good. So it's that, like that's not that, that doesn't mean it. I didn't I didn't think so, but I mean I'm pretty sure he can literally go get his license tomorrow to fight in Nevada. Yeah, I don't think that's an issue. It's just chill being chill. 
I'm okay with him not coming back. I mean, part of me, I I do want to see him come back because I'd love to see him and Stipe. That's probably my one of my top fights I'd want to see right now. John Jones and Stipe, the two goats of their respected divisions. You don't want to see it? No, I do. I'm just afraid. I don't want to see Stipe lose again. <laughs> and you think John- he would lose? Uh, a motivated if, John Jones. If John Jones is motivated, then I I don't think anybody beats a motivated John Jones. I don't know, man. Well, that would be, be good. Besides Francis. Yeah, Francis is getting scary good. And you know I'm all in on gain on that fight, but I did say for the record. Here, can you say that again? I'm just going to record that. You can re- save it because I'm going to say it again. I think he loses, but are you still recording? Are you recording? I am. Okay. So I think he loses the first fight, but I think when they run oh, it back. I just ended it. Nope. I just, I just ended that. And that's all I'm sending to Francis. <laughs> I was going to say, I should probably wear some like pads around my stomach in case he body shots me, but I don't think it'd matter. I don't think it'd matter what I was wearing. Oh no, dude. Sit inside of an armor truck and just, <laughs> just punch the that's side of the door. Be- that's your that's best probably chance. my only. I still feel like you're going to be sore the next day. I think so too. From all the whiplash of it moving. Yeah. Um, dude, I mean, so what, what would you like to see next from Kelvin? I agree with you. I I think running it back with the hammer and just because of the way that fight ended, how quick it did. I I don't really see, you know what? If I was Dana, I would tell Kel, you know what? I think I'd tell Kelvin, love you. Appreciate you. You've always come through. You take short notice fights. Take six months and change your body and go to 170. Please. How big of a star if they started pushing him in like Mexico? Because he's Mexican, right? He's from Yuma, Arizona. But is he Mexican descent though? Yeah. yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Either way. Dude, he could be a huge star. He could be a huge star. Give him Brandon Moreno. Brandon Moreno's a good star. Maybe we'll run into Brandon while we're down there too. That would be that would be ideal. We run yeah. into all the guys that I support and love, and <clears throat> and run into the guys that you pick against. Hey, and and I don't know if I could. St- I probably shouldn't say it on air. Never mind. I won't talk about it. Let's just say he's a freaking stud of a guy. Let's just say Brandon Moreno is a freaking not just from what you see in the side the cage and what he said. I, He's a freaking stud, man. Like I, I have the utmost respect for that guy now, just for for what he's doing and helping out a friend. And he's yeah. he's a he's a good dude, man. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, all right. Well, is that it? We got a we got three fighter spotlight podcasts coming up. Two o'clock. We got Trevor Bradshaw. Two thirty. Hopefully, if Siler's done golfing, we're gonna have Siler on, and then uh, we will end it with uh, Joel is gonna come on at three o'clock. There you go, Rico, which is a Mexican born in the USA. There you go. But you can't tell me they, you couldn't tell me they can't, they push him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Sheree's, Sheree loves Brandon. She's like, can you take a picture with him while you're down there? Hmm. Um, yeah, he'd be, he'd be huge. Anyways. I just, I, but no, I, I just, I really, I really think that he gives, um, thanks babe. <laughs> She's just saying that because it's your anniversary. And yeah. Be nice. Um, no, it's it really for me. It, I, 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 that's that's. I, I think 
It's like, Kelvin, please. And I'm sure he's sick of it because I know people have been hearing it. But it's like, dude, he missed weight at 186. He came what in a, a quarter pound over and had to use the extra hour to come back and reweigh in at 185. It's like, bro, you need to. That means you didn't try. You didn't try. No, there's no reason he shouldn't be walking around south of 190 to be able to make 170. I mean, he, I mean, but dude, the size of his back is ginormous. How does he have that gas tank that he does? I don't know. I, you know what I think? I actually think I, I, and I fully believe this. I, there are a lot of Hispanic fighters, Mexican fighters. They just never get tired. He doesn't. Jeanette, you think it's genetics? Yeah, because I, I, and I think he works hard. I think he trains hard. I just think he's lazy with his diet. He, dude, he walked into one hit MMA after the ultimate fighter looking for a new gym. And he went and traveled around the West and, and he walked in and he trained with Aldo. Hmm. You know that him and Luke Barnett from that season of the ultimate fighter, hmm. they were both there and, 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 uh, they were looking for a place to train. And he even admitted, he goes, he told Aldo, he said, I could make 170 if I could just lay off cheeseburgers and taquitos, but I'm not going to do it. Well, Bubba mentioned the same thing when he was on here. When they were on Ultimate Fighter, he's like, everybody looked at him like, we're just going to roll this guy. He even did it. He said. And then he choked him out. Cardio and chins. I'd like to chest your chin, Jeff. (laughs) Jeff. Uh, Heck yeah, man. Um, All right. Well, I guess we can get out of here and get ready for uh, the next podcast, unless you have something else to go cover. Hey, one more thing. When are when are we going to record from the new office? When, isn't our couch getting there soon this week? Whenever you get here, dog, I'm here. We got to get the camera. We got to get the camera. Got to get the camera. Did you do your research? Nope. Well, a little bit, a little bit, but I haven't found exactly what we're well, looking for. All right. Next week, we'll be ready by next week. Oh yeah. All right. Two o'clock. Stay tuned. Next 20 minutes or so, we'll be back live with Trevor Bradshaw. We out. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Appreciate you guys. Jay Sherman, you suck. Jay Sherman.